0: It's hard to balance life and a full-time job and still enjoy the things in your life you're passionate about. If you're passionate sports, every Monday and Thursday, join me as we talk about the day's biggest sports topics, the previews, game analysis, the infusion of music and sports, and rumors in the sports world. If you love sports and want a new, fresh perspective from a sports podcast, this is the show for you. I'm your host, Keith Johnson, and this is Sports Fans Only. Now let's talk some damn sports.
1: Got a girl. How yeah, you want me? How you want me when you got a girl? The feeling is reckless. Of knowing it's selfish. Knowing I'm desperate. Getting on and in love, like falling all over love. I do, do it till it's last. Hanging on.
2: All right, all right, all
0: right. This is Sports Fans Only with your host, KJ, and that is Sean Mack. And we are back once again for another fun-filled, action-packed episode. And uh, yeah, we're back. So what's good, bro? How you doing?
3: Not much, man. I'm good. How about you?
0: I'm doing all right. Can't complain. Getting ready for this rain that's about to roll through here. They said it's supposed to rain, 90% chance of rain, so... Looks like we'll get some thunderstorms up here on the uh, east coast in the tri-state area. Hope everybody's doing good. Hope everybody's healthy. Hope uh, the weather's good where you're at. Where you're at. Um, I know it's not that great here, but um, it's nice out. It's not humid. A little breeze going on right now, so I, I can I, I can deal with that. So uh, we got a lot to talk about in the sports world. Uh, we're gonna have to dive into that NASCAR. The whole NASCAR and the con- Confederate flag. Uh, you I know you heard about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to get into that. Um, what else we got? We had the MLB baseball draft yesterday, the first round. I, I know not too many people really focus on the baseball draft, but for my baseball lovers, I have the first uh, top five picks, and then I'll, I'll get into the uh, New York Mets first round pick and the Yankees first round pick, just because we're in the New York area. I'm not going to spend too much time on all the teams, but I will get into those two. Uh, what else we got? Got some NBA action. we going to talk about the... The fringe playoff teams that might make it into the playoffs and might not. So there's about nine teams that are that are in the playoff race. So we'll jump into that the next segment. Um, yeah. So I think that's about it. We might touch a little football, and of course, the whole Black Lives Matter thing is kind of engulfed the entire sports world. So I'm sure we'll touch on that at some point. Anything else you might want to get into? Anything on your mind that you uh, want to talk about today?
3: Uh. Ah, you pretty much covered it all,
0: yeah, it's it it kind of sucks, man, cause we're still in this we're still in this space where there's not too much sports going on now it's definitely picking it up, but uh, definitely still not too much to talk about, but we're gonna dissect the things I did talk about. We're gonna jump into that stuff um a little bit later on. Uh, I hope everybody liked the new the, the music that we played yesterday or well, not yesterday, the last episode. It was more of a reflective playlist, a lot of conscious songs, uh, R&B and hip-hop. So I hope everybody got a little jewel, little message out of the music that was played because they always say that music, music is the best uh, communicator. I think everybody can agree that music is kind of a universal language. Uh, you know what, I was surprised to, I was watching a documentary. It was on yeah. uh, Japanese hip-hop. And, really? Yeah, and you'd be surprised how now, I can't do it, maybe because my other, other culture's music isn't what interests me. But hip-hop interests everybody, it seems like, throughout the world. But I was watching a hip-hop Jap- Japanese documentary, and they mm. knew line for line. Now, of course, you know Wu-Tang's big over there in China and in Japan. They knew every single word to every single song that was being played as if they knew English, but yet they knew not one word of English. I, I don't even know how that's possible, but um, have you ever memorized a Spanish song or a, or uh, <laughs> no anything no. outside of yeah right? Just
3: uh, no, may, maybe one Mark Anthony, but I I speak a little Spanish. So.
0: Oh, okay. So it's not like you just heard something and just how do you even know you like it if you don't I, I
3: don't? I don't. Well, you know what's weird? My daughter listens to K-pop.
0: What's that? Korean pop. Oh, that's what's that? What's that group that's from over there? That's huge. Uh,
3: oh, have yeah, a lot. You have a lot. But there's
0: but, one specific group, like uh, a boy band. Uh, uh,
3: I don't know. I only know, like, two names, and they're boy ball- and a the girl band.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. so K-pop. So, she knows the yeah. words? She
3: knows the words. She actually went to a concert in New York before all this uh, coronavirus.
0: Stuff. That's crazy. I just, I can't see myself really getting into something where I have no idea what this. I'm sure, yeah. you know, kids these days probably go to a translator.
3: Yeah, yeah. They do a little translating, and they have it in uh, you know, they have it in caption. You oh, know, okay. But but I, I don't still see how you get into song, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. She, I always made fun of her. I had to stop because it was really like I think I started getting on her nerves. So
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did start getting on her nerves. Started borderline making fun of her. I'm I know how you yeah. I know how yeah. you do.
3: I was. I was. I was melting her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh it's crazy how they take uh not even just black culture, just Amer I'm gonna say American culture 'cause uh Definitely the pop music. They, it's like a mirror image of like In Sync and Backstreet Boys and
3: yeah, and it came much later,
0: like it, way it, later. Yeah, yeah. You're
3: looking at like two decades. later. It's working though. Know. It's working. It's working
0: and, in, and even the kids over here are loving it. I, I noticed they stopped doing that over here. They don't have anymore, do they? No, no. You yeah. don't have and those
3: boy bands. Well, member would have been what I don't know Jonas Brothers
0: the jo- yeah yeah you're right the Jonas Brothers would probably be the last like mega group like that, that was like you know worldwide of course before them you had NSYNC and uh, New yeah. Kids on the Block and all that yeah. I, I couldn't stand those groups but uh, you, you know what I do I, I used to like one song what was that song you tearing up my heart when I'm with yes, you
3: I never could like that's 98 Degrees
0: that's 98 Degrees yeah <laughs> I thought like, it was NSYNC
3: yeah. No, oh, no, I think that's 98 degrees.
0: So, so wait, what was NSYNC's big hit? It was uh, uh
3: oh, I don't know. I I like this slow song right before they went to um uh, right before Justin left. Yep, that's when I knew Justin. Oh, he had soul. Oh, definitely. He. I wasn't paying attention to the nothing he was saying. No. <laughs> so, so but the last album he put out a song kind of like distance himself. Yeah. And it's when he became JT, uh, I like Justin. Man, yeah,
0: he, so. he, he took himself to a whole nother level when went solo. You almost kind of forget the the boy band, Justin Timberlake. But anyway, um, we kind of went on a rant on boy bands. But, um, oh, well, actually, let me reverse. If you're going to bring up boy bands, you also got to put in there a new edition. And I think new edition was probably the only black boy around that time. Uh, new, yeah. New edition, right? Or uh, boys and men, I guess you can kind of. It's a
3: black group. They're not really, <clears throat> excuse me. They're not really labeled a boy band. I don't get
0: it. Yeah, right? You're right. They're not. You don't ever hear that 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 name attributed to young black uh groups. I yeah, I never heard New Edition referred to as a boy band.
3: No. Even though they were like the first.
0: Definitely were the first. Well the Jackson Five was probably the first. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But see they're not even really labeled as a boy band nope. for some reason. And it's the same philosophy. Same. It's the ex- same method. It's the same everything, right? One head dude that's yep. singing he's the leader and you have backup people
0: yeah I don't yeah. you know what you raise a very interesting question I've never heard New Edition uh, Boys to Men they were all teenagers if not younger when they first came out so they should have been in that category but for whatever reason they got they got uh, lifted to R&B group like they skipped over the boy band they just started calling them R&B
4: yeah um
0: but yeah, that's it on the boy band group. So anyway, yeah, so we're going to get into this music real quick, and uh, we'll be back on the other side. So this is Sports Fans Only. I'm your host, KJ, and that's Sean Mack, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Spent
5: 24 hours, I need more hours with you. You spent the weekend getting eat- we spent the late nights making things right between us. But now it's all good, babe. What I thought would they but they me close. Maybe I'm barely alive Maybe you've taken my shit for the last time Yeah
6: Path nowhere. Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises, I live, I learn I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers It's hard to get a start in these parts without paper Homie, I grew up in hell, a block away from heaven That corner age 15 minutes, and move a 7 Pure snow, bag it, then watch it go Occupational options, get some blow up, some hoes Shoot the ball or the strap, learn the rap or the jack Fuck it, man, in the meantime, go ahead and pump a pack This my regal royal flow, my James Bond bounce That 007, that 62 on my count I'm an undercover liar, I lie under the covers Look a bitch in the eyes and tell her, baby, I love it You're my inspiration, you're my motivation You're the reason that I'm moving with no hesitation they say this yeah. is a
7: big, rich town,
8: yeah I just come from the poorest part like city life, I gotta make it. This is where it goes down.
6: Oh, Yeah, yeah. I just something come up hard. Illegal illegal baby, I gotta make it. I run. gotta hustle through the hustle and bustle, I make a move. Maneuver around the rats and wolves, I'm from the school. A hard knock, shots pop, bodies drop, graveyard pick a plot. Cause niggas want your spots. I'm tryna stack shit, then I go legit. Hollow tip, stuff i in the clip, case niggas trip. My cocaine endeavors give me corporate ties. I'm supposed to lose, watch me win against the odds. All I got is my word balls and my instinct. I'm trying to make it, we already made it, my friends think. We already on top, I got a bigger plan. No more controlled substances or hand to hand. White collar visions, game changing mission. Big risks, big wins equal bigger living. Perfect position, watch me transition. From caterpillar to butterfly they say in the this sky. Is a big,
8: rich town.
7: Life. I gotta make it, this, this is when it goes down. down
8: Yeah, I just said
1: conference room a classroom a romantic cafe you made your house a home we're here to help you make it everything else at your home or at our curb delivery and pickup are fast free and safe Best Buy's commitment to helping you hasn't changed even if everything else has
7: Now listening to KJ and Sean Mack. Let's talk some damn sports.
0: Yes, welcome back to Sports Fans Only with your host KJ and Sean Mack and uh As promised, we're going to get into this NBA talk. So let's get into it. As as everybody knows, we have the uh, NBA season. They're about to kick back off again. Now, now, go ahead, Sean. I want you to explain leading up to the playoffs what has to happen once they start back, how many games they got to play, and then I'll I'll pick up after
3: that. All right. We have, uh, let me see. It's going to look at some key dates here. On June 21st, all players will report. On June 30th, training camp begins. On June 7th, the team will travel to Orlando. And on June, uh, July 7th, it will travel to Orlando, excuse me. And on July 31st, the uh, seeding games begin, eight games per team. And that's where you can pick it up.
0: All right. So um, now, like he said, each team has to play eight games before the playoff starts. Now, uh, the eighth seed and the ninth seed team, they have to be within four games of each other. So let's say right now the eighth seed team is Memphis and let's say the ninth seed team is... Now, this isn't what it is. I'm just using this as an example. Um, Let's say the ninth seed is Portland. If after those eight games are over and Portland is five games behind uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, then the Memphis Grizzlies are automatically the eighth seed. Now, if... Who would I say? Memphis... Oh, if Portland comes within four games, so four games or less, that means they have a play-in game, and that play-in game consists of... The a- team, AC team has to beat the ninth C team one time, and the 19 seed C- team would have to beat the AC team twice. And if they did that, they would become the AC, and the former AC would be dropped out of the playoff. So that's the kind of sticky, messy situation we're in right now because of this coronavirus. So um, let's just dive into who are Wait. the fringe playoff teams. Go ahead, Sean.
3: Can I just ask a question? Yeah, go ahead as you seem to know more than I know, did they work it out to where it possibly can't be a tie? No way.
0: You know what? They don't even talk about that. I don't know. It would probably have to. Now, you're saying if it was a tie for the A-C?
3: Yeah. I'm saying after everything you just explained about working out the A-C, right, uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, is there a chance still that they might not be a solution? I don't,
0: I'm not sure. You know what? The only thing I think that they could possibly do is uh, just do a one-game playoff. If they ended up being tied, they would just play each other yeah. one time and whoever win.
3: Yeah, yeah. But so, couldn't that postpone other games?
0: Um, No, because once the season was over and if there was a team within four games, they would have that playing game anyway. You see what I'm saying? They would have to play like a little playoff game to get into the playoffs anyway. So either way it goes, there's going to be a little extra playoff game after those eight games are
3: over. Yeah. Yeah, because the way I'm looking at it, yeah, the 31st, you have the eight seeds, then from August 16th to the 17th, you would have the uh, play-in tournament, yep. And then on 18th, the first round begins. All right, all right, I got
0: you. Yep, yep. yep. So uh, okay, so the the French playoff teams would be the Memphis Grizzlies. Right now, they're 32 and 33. They're actually eighth in the West right now. Um, you know, they're led by Ja Morant. Did you think Ja Morant was going to be this good when he first came into the NBA? Yeah, you did think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he. To me, he was like Damian Lillard. I had, I knew him only because of the, the little run they had in the NCAA tournament. So I saw that little string of games. I heard people talking about him throughout the whole year. Now he yeah. went to. Did he go to the same school as Damian Lillard or no? He went to one of those lower.
3: Uh, Murray State.
0: So he went. To, uh, Morant went to Murray State.
3: Yeah.
0: And and Damian Lillard, Lillard went to was it Wichita I, State? I forget. It was. It's another one of those lower Division One schools. So um. Yeah, I had no idea he was this much of a beast. I actually think because uh, Zion Williamson was hurt, he probably should be Rookie of the Year. But they didn't give that out yet, did they? No, well, not yet. They're probably going to wait until after after the playoffs. Is- All right, um, going on, Portland Trail Blazers. They're currently ninth in the West. They're 29-37. and 37. What a disappointment disappointing year they had uh, yeah I don't know who did they lose I mean I hate to I hate to see Carmelo go to a team and just add on to their their miserable uh, you know they had a horrible year this year I don't know what was going on with them but do you see any reason because last year they went to the Western Conference Finals I don't know I don't, I don't even know who they lost to. they need more help they definitely need more help and Carmelo was not the answer now the dude that he took over for who got hurt earlier in the season I mean, he wasn't that big of a piece. Plus, you got you you had got Hassan Whiteside. You would think that that team was way better, but
3: I don't know. I'm <laughs> trying to think of any teams that has been that good. Maybe go to the finals with just two point guards leading it. Yeah, two shooting guards technically.
0: Basically, yeah.
3: Um, yeah, none come to mind. Maybe no. Isaiah Isaiah and Dumars. That's about it.
0: Yeah, because they didn't really have a low a low post presence. I mean, Lambeer... Oh.
3: They did it collectively. Yeah, right?
0: definitely did. Definitely um, did it collectively.
3: Yeah, yeah. So that's why.
4: Yeah,
0: no, that's definitely I, why. You, I don't, I don't think you can sustain that type of production like they had last year with just two shooting guards.
3: No, eventually you're gonna run into an issue. I don't care how far you go in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, eventually you're gonna, you're gonna a into matchup, a right? A matchup issue. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be an issue. Yeah. So um, I don't care how good Damian Lillard is. He's not a great defensive player. Like if he was more like an Iverson on defense. I'd I give him a little, but his defense is nothing to, you know, you see him play on you know, defense. He's just. just yeah, he's
3: uh, he's uh, he's an average. Yeah, he's an average defender. Average way defender. Way above average. And then C.J. McCollum,
0: same thing, average defender. Yeah. Um, mellow, no defense.
3: No, no, no defense. from
0: <laughs> And uh, no. Hassan Whiteside used to be a beast. I don't know what happened to him. He got all that money. He seemed like one of those players who got their money and just said, you know what, I'm good now.
3: Well, to help him out a little bit on that, the game's changed.
0: Yeah, it has. The
3: game ha- actually changed in the middle of him becoming a player. That's true. You know, becoming a player in the in the NBA, a force, that is. The game's just changed.
0: That's very true. His his style of play is not what the NBA – I don't even think they want that style of play. They want the three-point shooting. in. They, they don't want that uh big physical dude in the middle of them for whatever oh, reason.
3: able to do both. Yeah, and he
0: can't do both. He can't and shoot. He can't.
3: No, he can't.
0: So you're, you're basically clogging the middle up, and um, you're making it bad for your own team. So um, yeah. we'll see how that work out. Now your home team, uh, New Orleans Pelicans, they were 28-36. and 36. They were tied for 10th in the West. Now that, that record's a little deceiving because the last month of the season, once Zion started rolling, they started rolling, and mm-hmm. people were starting to say, you know, you don't want to play these guys in the first round. Um, so what do you think about the Pelicans? Do you think they have a legit chance? I, I personally think. That if they got hot and if it's an NCAA style tournament, I think they could take it. And I'm not saying they could beat the Clippers or the Lakers, but would you say right now, just based off talent, knowing what Zion can do, are they the third best, third or fourth best team? I can't put them over the Nuggets, but do you think they're the fourth best team in the world?
3: I don't think we can judge anybody right now because of what we're coming off of. Yeah. But- One thing I can tell you, and I've had this in my mind for a while now, it's going to be a young team that's going to hop on an older team and beat them. Yep. And I think it might be the Pelicans. I'm not sure who they're going to beat or who the matchups are going to be, but they're going to beat someone because legs are going to show. It's going to, legs are going to outshine, how can I say it, experience. It's going to finally happen. I thought it would only take if the NBA maybe changed into like a, a college format. Yeah. You know, then that can possibly happen where a young team hop up on a, a older team or more experienced team, and it actually they beat them. But it can happen now.
0: Okay, and with the with the style, with the tournament that they're having, it could definitely happen. So uh, yeah. best case, everyone f- on that team. No, everyone. definitely every single person, right? Yeah, everyone. Everybody, Um, let's see here. The best-case scenario for the Pelicans making the playoffs, let's see. Since Zion Williamson made his season debut on January 22nd, the Pelicans have become a different team. New Orleans is first in points per game. I did not know that, 120.1. They're first in assists per game, 30.3. They're second in offensive rebounding, 12.1. They're second in total rebounding, 49.6 after a 7 and 23 start uh New Orleans was already turning the corner without Williamson but the star rookie has helped the Pelicans shift into a higher so i would not uh look at that record base your uh, assumptions on whether they're going to win or not or how far they will go based on that record they have a lot a lot of talent on that t- um what about their defense? Uh, New Orleans defense has approved with Williamson. They have a 109.2 defensive rating. That's eighth in the NBA. Now, mind you, this is ever since Zion started playing again. The, uh, the Pelicans have struggled in two areas, points off turnovers and fast break points allowed. The Pelicans are giving up 20.2 points a game off turnovers last in the NBA. Uh, some of those t- turnovers led into fast breaks. So defense is kind of an issue for them. Um I think their athleticism and the way they're able to spread the court and run up and down in transition, I think that will offset that. But uh, defense is definitely a problem, and it usually is for young teams.
3: But, you know, we're not in your regular season. We're not in the regular playoffs. We don't have home, I mean, home court advantage. So you can get a team that just love those rims, and they actually torch up the whole league. I mean, it can happen to where someone like the Pelicans can actually come along and just, like, actually go to the championship. Just go, yeah. You're
0: right. Um,
3: and we're never talking about the injuries that are going to happen. Yep. We know it's coming.
0: Oh, injuries with all this time off, you know there's some dudes that wasn't, they weren't uh, staying in shape.
3: No, yeah. and even if they were, they might just be due for that injury.
0: Yeah, you're right. And they always say um, you can't replicate NBA basketball. No, so no sport,
3: right? Yeah. Especially football or basketball. Nah,
0: it's impossible. So your body isn't going to get used to that contact and that that all-out running and all that stuff until you actually do it. And if you go from 50 to 100 and think you're just, your body's not going to react to that, you're kidding yourself. Yeah. Um, uh, let's, so, so let's see what else. Uh, moving forward, Sacramento Kings, uh, they were actually tied with the uh, Pelicans for 10th in the West. They were 28-36. and 36. I don't think anybody really thinks they have a shot. They have, let's see, their best three players is De'Arian Fox, Buddy Heald, and Marvin Bagley the third. Three good players, three good young players, but right, you don't you don't see them really. Even if no. they did get hot, they're not doing.
3: No, no, they would fizzle out. Definitely.
0: Um, let's see, San Antonio Spurs. Now this is a team that just mm. makes me go crazy. Now most of you know San Antonio Spurs. That is my team. Um, they're twelfth in the West. That's another team just like Portland. I, Demar Derozan. What are your thoughts on him as a basketball player? What, what, how do you go from one team to another and you make the other team horrible? Like <laughs> he didn't just make them bad. They, they, you,
3: you know what happened to him? He, uh, he was perfect ten years ago, eight years ago, yeah, you know, six years ago. Once again, the mid-range <sighs> game. You need to be able to shoot in this league. Yeah, and that's plain and simple. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, personal opinion on him. You know, I like him outside the lines. Love what he do for. Um, mental awareness, and uh, but he's always underachieved to
0: me. Always underachieved. And, and I think the depression, the whole depression thing that he's going through, I think that definitely has an effect on his game because we were talking about this other show, never be too high, never be too low. Well, yeah. it looks like he gets too high and too low sometimes, and you can really, really see it. You, like, you almost could see it on his face. Yeah. And um, I think that affects his game because you're telling me a team with DeMar DeRozan uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, Rudy Gay, and who else is there's one more player on their team. um Their point guard Murray, who's supposed to be, you know, the next. I'm not gonna say the next Tony Parker, but he's supposed to be the uh, next.
3: They got rid of Parker. Yeah, right? that, yeah,
0: exactly. So you tell me, with those four players, even if you take that Murray out of it, Aldridge, Gay, and DeMar DeRozan, would you say that core is just as good, if not better, than? The core they had, well, no, can't say. I was going to say the core they had. In, yeah, no, in Toronto when DeMar DeRozan was there. Who'd they have? Lowry, DeRozan, and, and uh, Abaka?
3: Yeah, and Abaka.
0: Because the other dude wasn't there yet, I don't think. And if he was, he wasn't getting no playing time.
3: No. Uh, Siakam.
0: Yeah, Siakam. So you go to a team and with a better coach. You go to a team that talent-wise is just about the same, but they end up being horrible. I, well,
3: I, I don't know. He was definitely depressed from the, Raptor, the Raptors championship. Yeah, that
0: tore him up. Yeah. That that tore him up. Took, they, they took his heart. They, what was that? What was that with the movie with Dave Chappelle and Martin when um, Martin was telling him, I think it was Blue Street, and he was telling him he was like, do that move that you do. And, and he, he had to, like, he grabbed him by the, what was it, by the balls or something like that. And he was like, Pew. I don't know <laughs> if you remember that. But anyway, the Toronto Raptors took his heart out and just threw it down on the ground. And I don't oh, yeah. think he ever recovered from it. I really don't.
3: No, no. no. Um, That's LeBron's fault. But hey,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he had they had a chance to beat uh, LeBron in Cleveland. He just could never get it done for whatever reason.
3: No, even if they got up, they somehow found a way to flounder the league. I never, I never had trust in, them. and it became a point where they didn't have trust in themselves.
0: No, they didn't, yeah.
3: No matter what was going on, it what no matter even in the series if they won a game. They knew eventually they were going to swander away the series. I don't know why, but they got a coach, (laughs) right? Because Nurse wasn't there.
0: Nope. No, the black guy was there. there. I forget his name. Um, But, yeah, he was there, and they fired him, actually, the very next year. DeMar DeRozan got to kind of – he got to hold that one, too. Oh,
3: you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. People were mad because he got coach of the year and was fired.
0: And was fired, yeah. And um, I I, I blame that on DeRozan. Yeah. You, You know what? I never thought I'd say this. But the Toronto Raptors, those four years where they kept losing to LeBron, I believe that they made – this is the only team that can do that. They made LeBron look like Michael if, – if LeBron played like that every playoff series, the way he played yeah. against Toronto, I think you can have an argument that LeBron is up there with Kobe and Jordan as far as the killer instinct thing. He yeah. just he just made it a habit on just totally uh, taking a squat on Toronto.
3: Yeah, they had no one – they didn't have an answer for Not at all. I mean not one answer. <laughs> he was, not one game. I mean not, not like I, I
0: don't know. I don't know. He was dropping thirty something every single game, hitting game winning shots. He was even hitting free throws. Yeah. Something about DeMar DeRozan that brought out that assassin you know, for whatever reason he can't do it against anybody else for the most part. But against them he he, he okay. turned it into
3: MJ. Consistent
0: What the ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see who else. Uh Brooklyn Nets, they're seventh in the east um Mm. let's see they have a record of 30 and 34 now this was my sleeper team if Kyrie and Durant came back but it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen which sucks though because if he did if Durant came back and, and and made this little run actually I don't know do you think people would even give him credit for it
3: yeah yeah if he did because it'd be hell it's hella hard to come back and like think about it you have to play in the shape right even though he would be playing in the shape with other people, he still needs to get over the mental hurdle of the leg being hurt, coming down, shooting mm-hmm. the ball, coming down on the opposite foot. So he needs to think the game out, and he don't have enough games to think it out. That's true.
0: So, That's true. Yeah,
3: now Kyrie, he should be back. He played this.
0: He could be playing right now. I think he's just in the mindset, I'm not playing. And and mm-hmm. I just don't – I don't know. Kyrie don't he, seem like he, the type of
3: many conversations on Kyrie, remember? Yeah, it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I told you it's become clear that he can stomp his toe if he feels like sitting out. He's never going to – put it this way. He's never going to swallow the bullet, chalk it up, and just go out there and lay it on the line for his team. Not at all. Or it's coming back off of injury. Not
0: Not at all. Now, was his – did he grow up in a a wealthy – not wealthy, but they had money, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, he was well
0: off. So he was well off, and he's had all this money since he was 19 years old. I think he came into the NBA, he was like 19 – he just seems like one of those kids. He's he's one of those Silver Spoon kids who, uh, you know, he just seems like he's kind of all about himself. Now, I'm not saying he's not a good dude. He could be a great yeah. dude off the court, but when it comes to basketball. Yeah, yeah.
4: It, yeah.
3: You know, that's why when he speak on certain issues, I just want to, I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the whole flat earth there. He gets to talking about some crazy stuff. Like, come on, man. You should, you need to be focusing on your your, your legacy as a basketball player. Yeah. You know? yeah.
3: It, I know, it, it just hurt. I don't know. I don't want to say hurts me. It just gets on my – it rubs me the wrong way when someone, like, labels himself a an OG and trying to teach the young pups when it seemed like he never got what it takes to do that. Uh,
0: I, I couldn't possibly understand it. Like, it seemed like when LeBron came back to Cleveland, he started to get it. It seemed like he kind of changed a little bit. Yeah. So – and then as soon as LeBron left and he pulled that stunt where he wanted to leave Cleveland – it's like the old Kyrie came back, the Kyrie yeah. that was in Cleveland before LeBron came.
3: On the Boston issue. Yep. It's the reason he still shouldn't be at Boston. They yeah. gave him everything he wanted.
0: Why would you want to leave Boston? Like What do you want? Yeah. Like, the Nets ain't better than Boston. It, no. The Nets with Kyrie is not better than Boston with Kyrie. So, why would no. you want to leave? Yeah. I don't get it. Even though they have Durant, I still – even with Durant, I think Boston, if you had two Kyries and you had a Kyrie with Boston and a Kyrie with Durant in the Nets, I still think if Kyrie played the way he could play, I think that Boston team – oh, let me say something. The Lakers are so stupid, so, so, so stupid for not taking Jason Tatum. How do you take Lorenzo Ball and not take Jason Tatum?
3: Oh, that's who they picked. Oh, you're right. You did pick him over. Yeah. (laughs)
0: how you had your next Kobe right there you had yeah
3: maybe maybe they just didn't see what other people saw
0: yo that kid is a beast I didn't know his handles was that good I was watching some tape on him
3: I don't I just don't know if Boston's gonna let him flurry
0: you don't think so I don't know I think they need to get either rid of him or Jalen Brown I don't think those two are gonna be able to coexist on the same court I think I think they can. You think so?
3: You can't do it as long as you have Haywood there. Yeah, Haywood. And, and you have Kemba.
0: Yep, I, I think Haywood was a waste. Of, first Boy, of all.
3: You're right, you're right. So it's it's going to have to be Haywood or Jalen Brown.
0: And one of them has to go. They You, yeah. bo- you can't have both of them because they all kind of need the ball in their hand. They're not. Yeah. So, um yeah, I don't know, man. So, let yeah, let's get it now. Since we're talking about – uh. Durant. Oh, let me see. Was there any more playoff teams? So we said the Nets. Um, oh, Orlando Magic. They're eighth in the East right now. Their record is thirty and thirty-five, which I think is kind of unfair because they kind of have a home court advantage with all this stuff going on in Orlando. That's true. Not I sh- didn't
3: think about that.
4: Yeah,
0: not sure it's going to help because it is the Orlando Magic. But um, yeah,
3: yeah. What what their record?
0: Uh, thirty and thirty-five. They actually were beating a lot of teams this year.
3: Yeah, but you know, a few of those came at home, so it's yeah. not like they're
0: that's true. That's true. Dance. But but they're home. So <laughs> let's see yeah. if they could keep beating teams like that. Um, let's see who else we got here. Washington Wizards. Uh, we all know they're not doing anything. They're twenty four and forty. Good lord. And they're still ninth in the E one personal Oh, Bradley Beal.
3: Ball was hurt, so yeah, Bill, and then that's about it, right? That's you still it. have like, still have Porter there? Like no. Porter Yeah. No, he
0: went to he's in New York, ain't he? Yeah, you're right. He's with the Knicks. Um I'm sitting here looking at the little read-up they have on him. No other yeah. players in there except for Bradley Beal. Like, he's the only player they have listed as far as, you know, like, for instance, Orlando. They have Nikolo Vucevic. I don't know how you say his name. Aaron Gordon. Um, yeah, yep. And uh, Evan Fournier. I mean, I've heard of those guys. Washington?
3: Yeah, guy with that weird hair.
0: Oh, yep. Uh, what's what's his name? I
3: forgot, but his hair uh, blocked his shot one time. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Pretty odd. <awesome. laughs> oh, speaking of disgusting hair, um, the dude from the Spurs just cut his one big dread. I don't know if you saw. Yeah,
3: yeah I, when they said his name, I'm like, I don't even know who this guy is. I'm like, I think he plays basketball.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, you've seen him on well, cause you know, on 2K, he's got that one big nasty dread just flopping around yeah. on top of his. Head. Disgusting. So anyway, yeah, those are all the playoff teams I mentioned. To everybody. Uh, oh, Phoenix Suns also. They were uh, 13th in the West. It's amazing they even still have a chance. Twenty six and thirty nine was their record. Um, I would
3: then fight them. They're thirteenth. That I means what? Four other teams. Wait, no, five other teams over you. So how you make
0: it? Um, they have twenty six wins and Memphis has thirty two wins. So they have to play eight games. So technically, they're only behind yeah. them six games. So technically, they're still in it. All right. So let's get to this little horribleness and greatness segment. I am going to ask you. I'm just gonna hit you off with some questions. Give me what oh. you. Th- Uh, Let's go. Yeah, let's get it. Um, Tell me what you think. So, uh, horribleness or greatness? Will Kevin Durant and Kyrie win an NBA championship together before their contracts are up? (laughs) I take that as a no.
3: I'm going to keep it going.
0: (laughs) So, basically, them coming together was a waste of time, basically. Yeah, because
3: somehow Kyrie's going to find a way to get out of there if they don't win their first season.
0: First full season, you think if they don't win, he's going to try his hardest to mess it up and get himself out.
3: Yeah, he's going to start saying maybe towards the end of the season that they need more help.
0: <laughs> you know, I, yeah, whatever, yeah, that dude's bugged out. All right, let's go on to this next one. Um, will Kevin Durant pass LeBron James on the all-time scoring list? When when both their careers are over, will Durant have passed LeBron? Because as of right now, I think his trajectory, I think he's – a. Ahead of LeBron. Yeah. No, I don't know yeah. now because he was just hurt.
3: If KD could stay healthy, and I hate that he had that ends, it's going to definitely cut sirs You already
0: cut two. Oh, don't forget to say horribleness or greatness.
3: Um, would it be greatness?
0: Greatness would be that the thought of him passing LeBron, that would be the greatness.
3: Oh, um, yeah, I say greatness. He's going to pass Kareem.
0: You think Durant's gonna pass Kareem?
3: Because I think he can do it. Kareem played 20 plus. I think Durant could have done it maybe fifteen to sixteen years, but he just got hurt, just taking up two years. But that's the my point thing, though. Best thing that ever happened to him is that everything came to a standstill a good period of time.
0: So nobody could get no extra points.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was no extra, extra
0: points. Yeah. So um so even so you're saying if he doesn't stay now, I tend to agree with you. If he doesn't get hurt, it's I, just
3: that injury he had. You know? And it, yeah, and it's his foot. And yeah, I, that, you're always
0: scary about tall people getting hurt like that. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, if LeBron, horribleness or greatness, if LeBron and Kevin DeGrant, Durant were in the same draft class, would Kevin Durant have been picked number one overall? Hmm, got you thinking.
3: No, I just don't know how to phrase it.
0: Uh, is that thought, when I say that, is that thought, when, when, when I say that, is that like a great thought or is that just a horrible, like, why would you even say that?
3: Uh, that would be a great thought, but won't happen. It wouldn't have happened because no, no, no. Kevin Durant would have been coming off of his that one year at Texas. Right. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I want to say he had, he hadn't done enough to, it's not like he went and did a Carmelo Anthony and won a championship.
0: Yeah. I think they lost in the second round or something that year.
3: Yeah, guy had some nappy hair. Yeah, he did.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> boy, his mom seemed, it seemed like he's real close to his mom. Like, boy, why Why your mom ain't tell you to brush that damn hair, boy?
3: Yeah. Binding that leaf. Uh, <laughs> You know what? He's sensitive enough to hear this and still hate me that.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just I mean, scared. it's the truth, though. I remember yeah. saying that, like, damn, this was before the nappy hair was famous. Like, now you can get away with it because people don't really care that much. But back then, where you brush that, <laughs> boy? We would both agree
3: that no, right? He hadn't done enough the one year at Texas to surpass the legacy and the legend of LeBron.
0: Yeah, coming out of high school, LeBron—I mean, it was already King James before he even got to the NBA. It was the hype yeah. around him was so great, and plus, Kevin Durant's by, at that time when the when the when the word came out that he couldn't even bench one thirty-five, yeah, uh, only but a couple times. I was like, oh man, how is he even going to survive in it? The yeah, NBA? Um,
3: then Cleveland had to pick.
0: Yeah. That's, everything
3: had to fall in the face, right? Yeah,
0: everything, Cleveland. yeah.
3: I say if Cleveland didn't have the pick, I don't know. I'm not sure if another team would have picked LeBron.
0: I'm trying to think. Now, was that the Carmelo draft class?
3: <laughs> no, because Melo went to, they're like the same age, but Melo went to college one.
0: No, yeah, that's right. And um, that year was that Durko kid that went number one, all right? Durko, uh, what was his name that went to the Detroit? Miller. That, that, he was the number one pick that year, right? Oh, no.
3: Yeah, Oh four. 4
0: 04, okay. So what, LeBron came out the year before that?
3: No, LeBron came out 04, right?
0: LeBron came out, oh, yeah, I could have sworn, wasn't Dwayne Wade, Chris Paul, all of them came out the same the same draft class. That's why they call them the banana boat. Uh,
3: yeah, but LeBron wasn't, he happened to. Uh,
0: I'm trying to think who came out in that LeBron class. We acting like we don't have um, all the internet. Uh, yeah, that's why. It's, uh, let's see, LeBron draft class. Let's see here. He was faster than 03. 03. Oh, no, that is the same year. LeBron was one. Darko was two. Melo was three. Melo was three. Bosh yeah. was four.
3: Wait, I said it backwards. Melo is one year older than LeBron, but they happen to be in the same draft class because he yeah. went to. Exactly. Yep. yep.
0: And Dwayne Wade, too, is in this class, right?
4: Yeah, he yeah. came out
0: his junior year. His junior year, and I think he was a little further down anyway.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah,
0: out of Marquette. Out of Marquette, yep. That was a pretty good draft class. You had uh, Mo Williams, Cal Corver, David West. I forgot about Chris Kamen. He must have retired. Dwayne Wade. Yeah, you're right. Chris Bosh. Oh, so Dwayne Wade was picked right after Chris Bosh. All right. Okay. Um, okay. Bosh. Huh? No, I said we forgot about Bosh. Yeah, and Bosh too. Yep. Um, let's see here. Horribleness or greatness? Durant is the best swingman over six foot seven, six foot seven in the history of the NBA. Greatness. Greatness. I had to go with you with that. I was trying to think of some other ones, and I can't think of none. I can't yeah. over six seven. Bird. A bird. Um, oh, well, yeah, see that you have an argument there. You throw Bird in there. They're about the same height too, right? I mean, Bird's about an inch or two Uh, smaller, uh, but.
3: Yeah, he's like 6'9", 6'10".
0: I would say Bird had more offensive skill. I don't know. Like, even like just a post-up game. He got
3: the most out of his skill set, true. But Kevin Durant might be score package of all time. Definitely. As far as it go to basketball, roll it out, now y'all go score. Yeah. He's he's going to give it
0: to you however you want it. I mean, anytime you get somebody who can shoot a jump shot so pure like him, and he's six, almost seven feet tall, you yeah. can't block it. No, and he's got handles, and he's got a little fadeaway. I mean, he's got his arsenal is ridiculous. Is. Um, yeah, we'll, we both agree on that one. And last one, um, if Durant would have won in OKC, if he would have won that, if he would have won a championship with Westbrook, horribleness or greatness. If he would have won a championship with Westbrook in OKC. He would have already have passed LeBron's legacy with the two that he won. So they would have had three together, but he would have had one in OKC and two in Golden State. Would, mm-hmm. you, would he have? Was his legacy already be past LeBron as far as who's the greatest of this era?
3: Greatness, because I don't know. I'm gonna argue, I'm gonna answer that question with another argument. Okay. Um, would you consider the win in OKC bigger than the win in my in mean, uh, Cleveland? That's what it comes down Ooh, to, right? That's and tough right there. You got your answer. If you can answer that question, you got
0: your answer. I think you're right. And that's a hard question. Because I know if, if if with the young team that they had, and I think everybody kind of knew Kevin Durant was the unquestioned leader of that team, even though yeah. Westbrook tried to – he was at a tug of war with Durant when it came to that. But I think everybody kind of knew he was the, the leader. And if he would have won with that young team, unproven team, and would have beat LeBron – Dwayne Wade and all them dudes, I think you're right, man. I think you're right. I think if he but but he didn't though. So I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's why I said it. Uh, yeah. That's a tough one.
3: And it would have been an upstart franchise.
0: But you also got to think this. If he would have won in OKC, he probably would have never went to Golden State. And who knows how many more they won in OKC. Uh,
3: you you still might have the battle between him and Westbrook.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, even if they won, they still might have went through that. Yeah, you're yeah. right. And he might have still left anyway. Yeah. Because I think they had two more years after that, right? Two
4: after more years what?
0: together after after they lost to Miami. They were together. Well, no, maybe even oh, more. A
9: few more.
4: Yeah,
0: like four or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right because yeah. uh, James Harden went to Houston. And I'll never let – I'm going to end it on this. And I, I, people forget – well, I don't think real basketball historians forget, but how OKC lost to Golden State. They were up 3-1. and yep. let them boys come back. Yep. And that is definitely gonna stick with Durant. Now he he might win a few more championships and people will totally forget about it. But I think still to and then the way he ran off to Golden State, he needs to win another championship in another city so people can let that go. Well, people like me anyway, because I'm not letting yeah. it go. Yeah, if
3: he if he, he has to win one in Brooklyn. Yeah.
0: One yeah. in yeah, one in Brooklyn and one somewhere else if he leaves Brooklyn and they're yeah. not somebody like Golden State. So he's uh, capable. He yeah, he definitely have- is. Definitely is. He's got that nastiness in him now. He oh, didn't have so it earlier. He's the good person. I mean, a
3: good person to roll with to do that. But yeah. <laughs> he's going to sell you out at one. Point, telling you.
0: Definitely. Definitely. I don't think it's going to work there. I think the next stop he going, he'll have a better chance. But with Kyrie, eh, I don't think. But anyway, guys, we're going to head into this commercial break. And then we're going to get into some more music. And then after that, we will be right back. This is Sports Fans Only. I'm KJ, and that's Sean Mack. And we'll be back in a few minutes.
10: Flutter running front of Valentine can never stop me. No, 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 no. I know you try to. I come riding in on a pale white horse and in now. I still less fortunate I do as I do run in.
11: Cranberry. It's murder, she wrote like Angela Lansbury. I remember being small, man. New toys when my mama win the car game. Got my gifts before Christmas, didn't have to wait for them. I had a 10 speed, a scooter, and a skateboard. Ha ha! And we moved to the suburbs. Me and little Toy, you son was lovebirds. Oh, man. And I swear I feel born again. I'm in the building like the audience. Just lighting up my.
3: Sean Mack back with a look on this day in sports history, June 11th. In 1898, in the 23rd Preakness, Willie Sims riding Sly Fox wins with a time of one minute and 49 seconds. In 1904, Chicago Cubs Bob Wicker no hits the New York Giants. In 1911, Tigers trailing the White Sox 13 one, comes back to win 16 to 15. In 1927 Babe Brute hit his 19th and 20th of 60 home runs on the year. In 1955 the Lamas car accident kills 83 spectators but the race still continued. Could you imagine that in these days in time? No I can't. In 1959 Charlie Sifford becomes the first African-American to play a U.S. golf open. In 1961 Roger Maris hits his 19th and 20th of 61 home runs on the year. In 1967, Chicago Cubs with seven and the New York Mets with four ties the record of 11 home runs in one game. In 1981, Mariners beat the Orioles 8-2 at the Kingdome and all players went on strike afterwards. They were like, fuck it, we're out of here. In 1982, Larry Holmes TKO's Jerry Cooney in the 13th round for the heavyweight boxing title. In 1983, Cardinals outfielder Lonnie Smith checks into drug rehab. Have to Google him and see how his life made out. In 1988, Yankees Rick Roden becomes the first pitcher to DH, he went 0 for 1 with one RBI. In 1990, Nolan Ryan pitches his sixth no hitter, beating the Oakland A's. In 1992, the U.S. baseball team plays its first exhibition game, beating Venezuela 20 to nothing. Wax that ass. And finally, in 2006, Rafael Nadal beats Roger Federer to win his second straight French Open title. And as always, before I get out of here, I would like to wish a happy birthday to Vince Lombardi, the late, great Vince Lombardi. Rest in peace. We're not sure where the game would be without you. And happy birthday to my GOAT, my greatest of all time, Joe Montana. He turned 64 today. There's nothing like Joe Montana to Rice. He's better than Brady. I I don't care what people say. He's better than Brady. But enough of that. All right, it's been Sean Mack back with a look on this day in sports history, and this is Sports Fans Only.
12: This is Sports Fans Only Home <laughs> for the hottest sports show around.
11: These guys are on fire.
10: I'm you off.
13: Nope, nope. didn't hmm. think so. <laughs> How you doing, young lady? The feeling that you're giving really drives me crazy. You don't have a play about the choke. I was at a loaf of words first time that we spoke.
14: You're looking for a girl that'll treat you right. you looking for in the daytime with the light? You
13: might be the type if I play my cards right. I'll find out by the end of the night.
14: You expect me to just let you hit it, but will you still respect me if you get
13: it? Well, all I can do is try. Give me one chance. What's the problem I don't seem the ring on your hand. I'll be the first to admit it I'm curious about you You seem so innocent
14: You wanna get in my world Get lost in it Boy, I'm tired of running Let's walk for a minute
8: will miss
13: you with
8: Whatever you are I'm on all-
14: Diamonds are blue Chivalry is dead But you're still kind
13: of cute Hey, I can't keep my mind off you at. do you mind if I come through?
14: I'm out of this world, come with me to my planet Get you on my level, do you think that you can handle it?
13: They call me Thomas, last name Crown Recognize game, I'ma lay mine sound.
14: I'm a big girl, I can handle myself But if I get lonely, I'ma need your help Pay attention to me, I don't talk for my
13: help. I want you on my team, so
14: does everybody else
13: Maybe we can keep it on the low Let your guard down, ain't nobody got it up. If you were the girl, I know a place we can go <laughs> What
14: kind of girl do you take me for?
13: Miss you.
8: Yeah. If-
5: The Home Depot has online ordering, free delivery, and the low prices to help you get it done. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.
13: Tomorrow can only be better with Wendy's breakfast. Win with a breakfast baconator, honey butter chicken biscuit, sausage egg and Swiss croissant, or Frosty Chino. And get another for a dollar. You and Wendy's breakfast, tomorrow's looking good.
7: You're now listening to KJ and Sean Mack. Let's talk some damn
8: sports.
15: We had talked about when Bubba made those statements on Monday. Here we are, Wednesday, just after about like five and fifth Eastern. How did this come together so? I can't overstate enough what an historic day this is for NASCAR racing, that the Confederate flag henceforth will not be, will be prohibited and not be allowed on NASCAR properties, at NASCAR events and, and whatnot. Now, there are no fans here at Martinsville Speedway this evening as NASCAR continues its return from COVID-19. But fans starting next weekend in Miami, Florida, and then in Talladega, Alabama the following week will be allowed back, 1,000 at Miami next weekend, 5,000 fans at Talladega Super Speedway the following week. And so we'll see what this looks like. This is a long time coming, Matty. In the summer of 2015, the then-President Brian France said, we want to work to get Confederate flags out of here. They are an insensitive symbol. And at that same moment, during that same weekend, The most famous NASCAR driver possibly ever, Dale Earnhardt Jr., was extremely outspoken in saying the Confederate flag is offensive to an entire race and it belongs in the history book. I talked to Jr. this week, before this announcement, about the driver video that came out uh, last Sunday before the Atlanta race, and he said that driver video wouldn't have happened five years ago. There's no way. It may not have even happened two years ago. But with the current social push for social justice, and racial equality that we're seeing throughout this entire nation. It was time. NASCAR knew it was time. There is no more tolerance for it. And they have made an unbelievable statement.
0: So what what do you think took them so long to do this? Do you think it's just this this big outcry and, and the whole world is just the energy and they're like, you know what, this is a good time to do it?
3: Yeah, it's exactly what it is. It has to be because they always avoided doing things like this. Like, and he's, what he said, at the beginning, uh, it has to come to an end. Well, you could have been done that. Could have been taken down the flags. It's not like anything else was stopping you. You didn't do it because you thought your sponsors, um, the majority of your fans, which are, what, 99.9% white, yep. it might start boycotting your um, your business and your sport. But I think it's finally hit a point to where Everyone wants to be on the right side of history, and if you're going to alienate maybe some of your fan base and some of your owners and whatnot, the crew chiefs and the owners of the cars, people are willing to take that risk now to be on the right side of history, knowing that if you don't and you look like a bigot, that's the last, you, you can't come back from that. Yeah.
0: So yeah. I agree with what you said. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that, and it's starting to make me look at things in a different light. I'm starting to think, And I'm starting to believe that there's been a lot of white people who thought this whole racism and just this whole institution, um, you know, it's infiltrated every part of American society. No matter what industry you're in, there's some type of racism or some type of systematic oppression that keeps black people at a certain level and it keeps white people at a certain level. Let's just be honest. That's just the way it is in all industries in this country. Yeah, I'm starting to think that some of these, a lot of these white people actually realized it, probably didn't like it, thought it was unfair and all that good stuff, but were just too scared to say anything because they didn't want to be in the position we've always been in and looked yeah. at crazy. Yeah, who who saying who wants to be the oddball? Right? Exactly. So, who, uh, you know, you no know one wants to be
3: different and judged and ostracized. So who sets out to do that? Unless everyone's doing it, then you're like, it's the cool thing to do now. It's so. the cool
0: thing to do, and now I can just be myself. Because I know a lot of white people who, they don't look at me no different than they look at <clears throat> another white person. Now, this isn't all white people, of course, but, you know, people I've come come across in my life in Norwalk, Connecticut, um, we never really had to deal with racism. I don't know about you, uh, Sean, going to school. I know you're in the South. You probably ran into it a little more than me, than we did. Of course. Yeah, so up here, I don't think me, Kenji, Mike, Gene... You might get made fun of because you're a certain ethnicity. Like, I know Haitian people got it for a while and Mexicans got it. But as far as black and white, I didn't see the, the N-word calling. I didn't see, oh, you know, you black bastard, you know, go back oh, to it, Africa. You
3: forgot it happened to us up here?
0: And and that, you, you, you
3: know what's... Co- <laughs> I was like, I know he totally forgot that this happened to us up No,
0: here. and I was just about to get to that. It's funny that you guys been down, you're used to that, right? You come up here and it found you somehow. We've yeah. never been in a situation like that before. Yep. And I don't know if they could just spot and tell, are these guys from really around here? or Now, do, these, do they hear you talking? <clears throat> do they hear yeah. you or, or they yeah. just? I was on a payphone. So maybe they heard your accent and maybe didn't. I, I oh. don't know. He just looked and I was on a payphone
3: talking. And he looked again and he was like, "What the fuck?" You know, like, you know, whatever. But he called me a Kentucky Fried Chicken eating nigga.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm glad. You know, I, I, beautiful. He probably wouldn't have did that if we were all there. He probably saw you got your height it and thought it was
3: five of them. You know. Yeah. Numbers game.
0: No, definitely numbers game. So, ah, little, he know though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish I could have seen. We had some funny experiences at the Kentucky Fried Chicken. I know you remember the baked bean. Uh, remember yeah. I tried to order. <laughs>
3: I do, I do. I haven't thought about that probably
0: <laughs> since it For wow. all you guys, I'm, I'm getting a little off track, but it's funny. Um, we were at Kentucky Fried Chicken. We go to the drive-thru. So Sean and his brother, see Anthony, they're, they're ordering their food. I'm driving. So I'm giving the message to the person on the other end of the drive-thru speaker. So they say they want their two-piece whatever, whatever, whatever. And so the last thing was they wanted, I don't know if it was macaroni or coleslaw,
3: Definitely wasn't coleslaw.
0: Then maybe it was macaroni, or maybe it was beans, and they were saying macaroni. But whatever the case is, I was saying one thing, and every time I would say it, she would say the other thing. So I would say macaroni. I was like, "No." She's like, "What kind of side you want?" I said, "I want macaroni." She was like, "Oh, so you want baked beans?"
9: (laughs) I was like,
0: "So I said, I look at Sean. I said, I said no. I said, I said no, 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 no. I want, I want macaroni." She was like, yeah, yeah, so you want baked beans? I said, damn it. I want macaroni. She said, yes, sir, baked beans. And then at that point, we were just laughing uncontrollably, like our stomachs. We were probably drinking or something. I don't know. But it very amusing. <laughs> and it went on longer than that. I'm just kind of cutting it short for the show. It went oh. on back and forth like that, so it, we were just dying laughing. That was a great moment. But um, – this situation with the white guys happened at the same KFC, so some memorable moments at KFC. But um, yeah. back to what were we talking about?
3: <laughs> I don't know, but I do have a quick uh, a PGA.
0: Okay, yeah, oh. yeah. Hit us off with the PGA uh, news
3: break. Let me see. Coming from the Charles Swab Challenge 2020, it's going to do the top five of the leaderboard. At top, you have Justin Rose sitting at seven under. You have Vegas sitting at six under tied with Exer for sitting 6-under, six, six sitting at 5-under, and you have Deschambeau sitting at 5-under. First round of the 2020 Charles
0: Swab Challenge. Glad to see some sports are getting back into the swing of things. Um, felt good talking about sports numbers. Yeah, man. The little stats. That's how I felt when I was talking about the NBA, the, the playoff teams and stuff like that. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I can, I'm glad golf is back into full swing, what happened to, who was the guy who was winning everything a couple years ago? Well, um, Jordan Spieth. Did, didn't it yeah. seem like he like rose to fame, had about a year and a half where he was just winning everything, and then yeah. he just kind of disappeared.
3: That's usually how it happens, but he's still doing decent. He's still,
0: he's still doing still, decent?
3: Yeah, he had some top five, top ten finishes last year. Okay. He's supposed to have a breakout year this year.
0: Okay, okay, because I see Rory kind of went through that. I know it was injury, but he kind of came back last year and won yeah. a couple of tournaments, so... um. <laughs>
3: No, they just can't stop. Guy looks like a football player. We spoke on him before,
0: uh, Kepka. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that new up and coming dude. The dude that uh, yeah, that's winning everything. That's Kapka. Win- <clears throat> now, yep. like
3: two two years plus killing.
0: Yeah, he looks like he uh, he gets in that weight room a little bit. He don't he don't look like your average golfer.
3: If I had any questions about any illegal activity being <laughs> taken, it would be.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, him and Tiger are probably the. So- Biggest yeah, golfers I ever seen in my life. Like at one, at at Tiger's peak when he really got into that weightlifting, that boy was looking like Kobe walking around there out there. You know when Kobe got as big as he got?
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: Tiger was walking around looking like that. Like, yeah. That's not <laughs> golfers ain't supposed to look like that. But yeah, this uh, Kepka guy, he's definitely taking a page out of uh, Tiger's book. Got to be careful with that though, because um,
3: yeah, it's not good for muscle and. You know, you have a lot of tweak memory. Yeah, exactly. Tweak muscles for golf. So you got to watch it. You don't want those to be too stiff.
0: Yeah, all that swinging, twerking your body, and all that stuff like that. When you got all that muscle, you're putting more weight on your body, which in turn is putting more weight on your joints. And then once you do that, yeah. you start dealing with arthritis and pulled, torn muscles and stuff like that. So, yep. Yeah, so uh, back to this NASCAR thing, I, I had another thing on my mind. Um, so Tom Brady's come out very vocal. I'm almost positive he, if he didn't play for the Patriots, he probably would have been vocal more in the past cuz you see as soon as he got to Tampa, uh when that first kid got killed um in Georgia when he was just jogging. Yeah. Brady put out a letter and he he did a little Instagram thing, so he was on it like Ahmaud Arbery. I just want to make yes, sure we say Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh forgive me. Um so yeah, Brady, Aaron Rodgers has come out um big time uh white athletes are coming out and speaking up on this. That's why this feels different because you have the faces of leagues like Patrick Mahomes. He was one of the biggest names in that NFL video to the NFL. and yeah. um, They're the right or wrong. They're the ones who are going to get the needle moving the way we want it to move.
3: Yeah. We, we can talk all day all day, but we're not in the power to change. Exactly. Things, you know,
0: and that's the same thing we were talking about as far as racism. Don't want to harp on it, but we don't have the economic power to just make change. We need people who, are, who share that economic power with people, the elite people, people who have status in this country, not to necessarily come to, to our defense, but just to say, yo, man, this ain't wrong, and I don't want to be a part of it if, it, if it's yeah. not going to be right.
3: That's I've it. seen someone beating the shit out of you, <laughs> and it was wrong. I'm going to speak up because yeah. you know you're a human being. It's, I can I never even like to see a dog being treated that way. I wouldn't even like to see, a, believe it or not, a guinea pig, a mouse,
0: it's, yo, right. I, I, I emotionally, and this might sound crazy, but I remember I ran over a squirrel about, this about 10 years ago, and I literally got emotional, because after I ran him over, he was twitching in the middle of the road, and I was like, damn, there's nothing I can do. You know, it looked like he was having seizures. His arms was moving around, and- And out, man. Yeah, yo, I live. Oh, that man, you down bad, yo. <laughs> I don't yo, he was messed up. Guts coming out of his sides and stuff, but he was moving still. And I just felt so helpless. I'm like, I can't do nothing to save him. It almost brought me to tears because I'm like, damn, I just killed this dude. How can you see a human being? And that's why I'm glad those people who filmed it, I'm glad they filmed it. But I'm sorry. If me, you, Kenji, Mike, Gene, Corey was all in that corner watching that cop do that to that man. And we saw slowly the life starting. to. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I don't, fear wouldn't have been in me at that point worried about, well, are these cops going to get up and shoot me when I'm, I would have had to have knocked them off.
3: No, I, I would have, you know, me, yeah. Remember the story. <laughs> I was beating up that undercover <laughs> security guard. and He was, I thought he was taking something away from the, uh, the young ladies when they were stealing, but I read the situation wrong. Yeah. But, so you can only imagine either I have to immediately walk away yep. from the very beginning and say, Sean, you're not part of this. Yeah. But if I'm there at the point where I see that he might lose his life, yeah. it's got, it got to go. Because my, my thoughts is even if I just like roundhouse kick the shit out of him in his chin <laughs> and run, they're going to come to me at least. And yeah. Now the attention is off of Floyd,
0: right? Yep. And now they have a reason to do something to you, or at least in their mind they have a reason yeah. to do something yeah, to well,
3: you. Yeah, well, you know, now now it's two of us. Now I mean, it's th- yeah. Maybe it'd be three or four. If, like you said, if it was all of us out there. Oh,
0: each so- one of us grab one of them and just yeah. hold them don't let them go be like we're not going to let you kill him so yeah yeah <laughs> that's it um but yeah i i definitely think it's because of everything that's going on i think people have a little more courage right now now i'm really hoping now for those who don't know another black man died uh uh where was it this just happened like 2 days ago another another black cop killed another black dude he had something congestive heart uh, congestive heart condition
3: yeah, I think that happened a while ago, but they just now got the...
0: Oh, so they're just talking about it.
3: They just got the footage as of two days ago. Got
0: you, got you. And now what what did happen a few days ago was in Virginia. Did you see the dude that got tased? And then the cop hopped on him and he just... He literally took the taser, put it to the back of his neck, and just yeah. kept it there for like yeah two minutes and just continuously tasing him. So... This situation isn't gonna just leave us. It's not gonna just end just because of we're protesting them. We got to keep doing this. We got to keep the pressure putting on them. And eventually I think things will change, but um this is what we were talking about America. I know I've been in a situation where guns uh cops drew guns on me. I'm quite sure you've been in situation. That's not even nothing. That's like and normal.
3: That, that that's nothing to me. That's normal that's living. Like <laughs> for
0: cops going for their gun when they stop you, in a, I'm like, I, I expect them to do that, even though they're not supposed to. You're no. not supposed to go to your gun the first thing you do when you interact with somebody. But um, we're used to it. I'm just glad everybody else is getting a chance to see it now because it's definitely something that needs to be brought to light. And I'm glad NASCAR is doing something about it. Um, yeah. Basically, everybody. It's overdue, though NASCAR. Let's be real. That's you're
3: the racist cousin that we've been letting get away. With. <laughs> yeah. But look like you stepped to the table when it was push or shove. Yeah. Which I got to give you kudos for. But, uh,
0: yeah, like, come on. It's overdue. It's overdue. They didn't have to do it because most of their fan base is white. Yeah. And they would have been fine with leaving it there. They didn't care. Yeah, um, but
3: the media and the rest of society would have torched them. They they wouldn't have been able to come back off of it No, definitely. Wor- just like the world's going to look different. When it reopens and after COVID, it's going to be a new normal, as they say. Yep. It's going to be a new normal after George Floyd as far as, I don't know, how they're trying to change the culture of cops, how they're trying to get rid of certain cops, the whole organization in general, you know, in general. So it's it's weird. So I don't know how it's going to look, but I feel that the racist and the racism is going to get called out now, and that's going to make for a different world. Because you have white on white calling out racism. Exactly. Which, so it's going to be weird, but I don't know.
0: We'll see. We'll get through it. Um, on another note on this NASCAR uh, uh, topic, uh, what's his name? Ray Cicerilli says he's quitting after the NASCAR, uh, the board of governors or whatever they are, decided to take the Confederate flags down. Uh, he, boy- he quit. He like like,
3: boy my grandpa. Boy my grandpa and then boy boy my grandpa.
0: So so this dude quit. He's now let's put this into a little context. He is a part time NASCAR driver. So I'm guessing that means like if one of their real drivers gets hurt, he'll come in and Maybe he'll take over for him if somebody's sick or hurt or something like that.
3: Yeah, that that way they have those to where like the field's always packed. Oh yeah, you know you always have someone there. So somebody
0: there, exactly. So um, he was a part-time driver. Never had a. I think he had one top ten finish his whole career. Never That's won. One. Never won. Never won in any uh, turn uh, races or anything like that. So he's pretty much a nobody. So um, when I say nobody, when it comes to NASCAR, he's he's the most you can come to irrelevant. He is like a he's like a, a NBA player who's on a 10-day contract who comes into the gym and says, you know what, I quit because I don't like the way things are. Yeah. It's like, so what? Quit. We don't but care. now
3: it's pretty much, he could have just quit. He didn't have to tell people why he quit. Yeah. Because you just said, yo, I'm a racist ass. I'm <laughs> quitting. Anybody want to hate on me? Any Anybody want to hate
0: me? Bring it on. That's exactly what he did. Yeah. Um. So... I don't know. I don't know. I don't think any other drivers are going to follow in his footsteps. He basically said, um, I'm not quoting, but I'm paraphrasing, um, so you're going to cater to one race of people and, and neglect another race of people. He was yeah. talking about Black Lives Matter.
3: Yeah, that my pawpaw history. Boy, yeah. <laughs> the balls, boy. my pop.
0: They love that damn flag, boy. I don't know what it is about flags.
3: You know, i talked about this before. Growing up as a black Boy, down south, before you're told what the flag is about, you have uncles that have the flag. Yeah. You have multiple sightings of the flag while riding around and people in their trucks with the flag. Don't forget the General Lee from Dukes of Hazard, one of my favorite cars growing up, had multiple little replicas, you know, little small toys yep. from Hot Wheels and whatnot. Uh, on top of the, the top of the car was the Confederate flag. Big old Confederate flag on top. As a a four, five, six, seven-year-old black kid in Louisiana, New Orleans, it never bothered me about that flag, never bothered my mother or my father. That's because it was on that. And it became more of a rebel. It was a rebel sign. Yeah. Until I learned about, I thought that was just rebellion, running from Boss Hog. Yeah. Rerunning liquor. Yeah. You know? Yep. Football Boys. Then I got older and realized, oh, good old boy. Oh, what the flag mean? Oh, man, this is racism.
0: Yeah. Even in the the song. The song, just the good old boys.
3: So I can still understand how a guy that's near my age or a little older that might just really give a shit about that flag. I mean, he really cared about the flag. Yeah. And then he's like, well, you know, Paul and them did such and such. And then do you think it's a white person out there growing up down south that can just like the flag, just what I explained it for growing up on toys and stuff. Then when he got old enough and realized it was from that, he said, well, I don't got nothing to do with that. I just like it because of this.
0: Yeah, very. I can definitely the see the reason that.
3: why NASCAR still was flying it as of yesterday.
0: So yeah, you know, is it possible. You think I think it's possible, but I think that's as very possible, but it's also possible for let's, let's flip it. Uh, White people get, some white people get very afraid when black people throw on the all-black military and the black Green Beret thing because you look like a, yeah. a look like a Black Panther, right? Yeah, yeah. Most most places, if you go up in there looking like that with the black glasses, you're looking all militant, even though it's part of our history, there's nothing violent about that or nothing like that, but it's just the way, the perception of it, it just makes people feel uncomfortable when it shouldn't. Like, Black yeah. Panthers never was about going out just killing white people like say the KKK was towards black people but I say this because you gotta be careful. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. A lot of people just they like
3: devil's advocate. I like to try to understand where because I'm like damn every white person that I'm hearing down south talk about why they like the flag. All of them just not saying and I'm a racist.
0: Yeah I don't think they're all racist. Yeah I don't think they're all racist. I think it's what you said. I just think it's part of culture as part of their, you know, it's just something that they've seen flying in their yard and, you know, but they probably don't even think nothing of it, so.
3: Yeah, and then when they do find out, they're like, sure. you might have a white girl saying, I smashed mad black dude. Yeah. No. You know, <laughs> yeah. on a rag. Yeah. I still like that flag, though, because my pawpaw bought me a jacket when I was young. Yeah. And I like that flag. And I remember Dukes of Hazzard yep. playing with the boys, and I like the general Lee.
0: Yeah, and plus you in a lot of times people from the South take pride from being in the South. And yeah. it just so happens that flag represents the South. Like the, the American flag doesn't necessarily represent the South. The American flag represents everybody. Yeah. That, that well, sub- you
3: know, at one point they were equal, right? Yeah. Yeah. We all had slaves. They both had slaves. Yeah. Uh no one looked down on that flag. Yeah. And when they choose to uh get rid of slavery, then it was okay. They down with slavery. We hate that flag now. But what about you? Get what I'm saying? No, I hear I what guess you're saying. We're trying to be on the right side of history.
0: It's kind of I hypocritical, think. though, because yeah. like you said, they both had slaves at one point. Yeah. So do you look at the American flag? That, but see, that goes back to Colin Kaepernick, and he's kneeling because he also exactly. knows what that flag represents. The, they're both almost equal. Yeah, you're right. You're right, and I'm glad you said that. It made me sit back and think. Not too often somebody hit me with a. Like damn, you know what? We sitting here being all upset about that flag. We, sh- yeah, some people are upset about the regular flag too.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Kaepernick and where yeah, we are, but yeah, but still, near much as
0: no, it, yeah, you're right. You know,
3: they, they, people down south, like man, we we just got a two hundred year head start. Yeah, exactly. On, on why y'all hate our flag, you know? <laughs> now y'all just now they're about to get it—the American flag. Throughout the rest of history, yeah, until change yeah. us and, and people of different color, Yep. you know, so oh, uh, bo- guess
0: just don't be so quick to judge, right? Yeah, both flags got slavery blood on it, so um, yeah,
3: just one stop before the other.
0: Yeah, and that's it. And the only reason why, and I've been reading a lot up since all this stuff's been going on, and I've been home a lot more than I used to be. I've been doing a lot of research, and I looked up the reason why. What was the real reason for the civil? I'm gonna oh. give a quick little yeah. history lesson.
4: Go ahead,
0: go ahead. One of the main reasons why the North, and there's, there's other reasons too, of course, but one of the main reasons why the North uh, didn't like the South having slaves was a lot to do with economics. The South had way more slaves than the North. Now, the North did have slaves, Yeah, they had way more. Therefore, they were able to, the output, the work output was, because you could make somebody work 18 hours straight and yeah. you don't have to pay them. So they were, they were bringing in a lot more money. And on top of that, they wanted to break away from the union. So not only they're like, "We got our, we don't got to pay taxes to you no more. Like, why, yep. why are we giving y'all money?" And we, shit, we good by ourselves. Yeah, and that's the reason. If it wasn't for that, we'd all, there would still be slavery. Probably. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was all political. Political and having to do with money, which is everything yeah. has to do with that.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's why I don't, I don't go too crazy about people celebrating Abraham Lincoln for the reason that he. Freed the slaves.
0: Yeah, it's not that he was this dude, and he just he had slaves. at, yeah. at certain points Which he has.
3: He knew it would work out for his reelection, yep. and he knew that it would work out for America
0: financially. Fine. yeah, because he knew as well as many others that the South leaves, it's going to weaken our military. We're yeah. not going to get as much money no more. It's just going to be a whole bunch of nonsense. So yeah, um, yeah. that's what. So for all those who thought the North was they were just saints and they were doing that because they wanted to be good. Um, had nothing that they could probably care less about, the black, <laughs> the slaves, just as much as the Southern people. Yeah. In fact, I heard it was almost just as bad. It's just that the North, they knew how to hide it a little better. But as far as, like, racism, like, I heard, ba- oh, did you hear about Marky Mark? No. I did not know this dude had so many hate hate crimes on his record. Like he all the, Mad hate crimes. Chasing black people through neighborhoods, throwing rocks at them, chasing uh, Vietnamese people. Yeah, man. He tried yep. to- he, Like he, when he was young? Yeah, when he was young. That's how his whole persona was like the bad boy or whatever. Think yeah. about it. He never really said what he was getting in trouble for back then. He he just used to say he got in trouble a lot. Wow. Yeah, if you go and look it up, like I'm talking 14, I'll, I'll, 15 I'll, counts of- People of starting to get him about it. Because he tried to get it expunged off his record and then- A few years ago, that's what really surfaced it. And then recently, he had the nerve to go. Now, he might have changed, but he had the nerve to go online and start talking the whole, you know, we need to stop, you know, hating black people. So somebody was like, really coming from you? You used to throw, chase black people and beat them up. And like, he was really like beating people up because they're black. Damn. Yeah, if you go back and you Google it, you'll see (laughs) he has a long list.
3: Love Ted.
0: Yeah, I did too.
3: Made me change. I don't know. <laughs> I say, maybe he's changed. That's that's for him and his Lord to figure out. But you know, we'll get you.
0: Yeah, we, no. We, that's, we'll yeah.
3: put you out, and you, you know, you. Everything done done in the dark comes to the light. So enough, enough said.
0: Yeah, enough said. Um, just one more thing that I do. They used to work with. I'm not gonna mention this. Uh, but he he's Italian. lived in Stanford, and he used to take cherry bombs. Those are M80s, right? Mm-hmm. So so he would get the M80s. Him and his Italian friend, they would go around to all the projects in in Stanford. And they would take these M-80s and wherever they would see a group of black people, they would light them from the car and just throw them at them. And and he thought that was funny. He thought it was so funny when he told me this story. And I'm like, "Uh, you do realize I am black and that's not funny to me. (laughs) Like you're going around throwing basically sticks of dynamite at young kids thinking that it's funny when you're a teenager. So uh, everybody at my job pretty much got on him, but yeah, that's just the way people were back he then, he man. Thought it was cool, right? He thought it was funny. And I'm like, yo, you could have blew somebody's hand so, off or I ear
3: off. Still got a little bit of that in him,
0: definitely, because he was still laughing about it when he was telling me the story, as if it was it was cool. Anyway, um, yeah, let's get off this race topic. We're 30 minutes in, so how about we hit this music break? Uh, and we'll come back and we'll wrap things up as soon as we uh, get back so uh, yeah that's what we're gonna do so this is Sports Fans Only I'm KJ that's Sean Mack and we'll be back in a few minutes Peace Escóchela La Ciudad Respirando
8: Escóchela
10: La Ciudad Respirando Escóchela La Ciudad Respirando respirando. You are now vibing with De Niro La Ciudad Respirando
8: Good you left.
16: The new moon rolled high in the crown of the metropolis Shining, like who on top of this? People were sussling, arguing and bustling Gangsters of Gotham, hardcore hustling I'm wrestling with words and ideas, my ass is prick Seeking what will transmit, Describes can apply transcript Yo, this ain't no time where the usual is suitable Tonight alive, let's describe the inscrutable, the indisputable We New York, the narcotics Draped the metal and fiber optics We're mercenaries, it's paid to Trade hot Stockton for profits Thirsty criminals dig pockets Hard knuckles on the second hands of working class watches Skyscrapers is colossus The cost of living is preposterous Stay alive, you pay and die, no options No Batman and Robin, can't tell between the cops and the robbers both partners, they all heartless, with no conscience. Back streets stay darkened, and, while unbelieving hearts stay hardened, my ego talent stay sharpened. Like city lights stay throbbing, you either make a way or stay sobbing. The shiny apple and booze was sweet, and if you choose to eat, you could lose your teeth. Many crews retreat, nightly news repeat Who got shot down The lockdown Spotlight savages, Nasdaq averages My narrative grows to explain its existence Amidst the harbor lights which remain in the distance So much on my mind, I just can't recline Blast the holes in the night till she blends sunshine Breathe in and inhale vapors from bright stars that shine Breathe, Breathe out. out, green smoke retrace the skyline Yo, dump the bass ride out like an ancient maiden call I, I can't, can't take it, y'all I can feel the city breathing, just even
8: Against the flesh of the east Sigh
16: before it die like the last train leaving Stay mental when DEA stopped my gray rental. Incidental, my girl, home, watching Jay Leno Prophesize I pulled the wires. Would frame my eyes, full disguise. Talking like the white guy, Shallow demeanor.
8: Karma was the main schema. What could be greener? And all I thought about was beamer came the
16: questionnaire, of me was stepping red, asking permission, so he could say he kept it fair, fake mustaches and hundred yard dashes through lake molasses, because my government's so fascist, don't choose to ask kids, throw low spots up near Damascus, on all areas harassless, the one that knew enough to front a crew, that
8: night I got you. went to sleep, woke up with guns drew, no time for crying cowards, too late for firepower, karma convinced me to meet him at his dying
16: hour, now leading back to that night, Strikes them unknown, faces all the casualty types. The way I the way I vexed, will call the to-
12: Time side, staying alive was no job at second hands. Moms bounced on old man, so then we moved to Shallon Land. A young youth, you're rockin' the go-tooth, low goose. Only way I begin to G York was drug loot Unless you started like this, son. Hold with this one and that one, pulling out gats for fun. But it was just a dream for the team, who was a fiend. Started smoking wounds at 16, and running up in gates and doing hits for high stakes, making my way off fire skates. No question, I was speed for cracks and weed. The combination made my eyes bleed. No question, I would flow off and try to get the dough off. Sticking up, right, boys, on board boy My life got no better. Same damn low sweater. Times is rough and tough like leather. Figured out I went the wrong route. So I got with a sick, tight click and went all out. Catching keys from cross seas. Rolling in LPVs Every week we made 40 G. Yo, bro, was respect mine. I ain't gonna take now. Bam, move from the gate.
2: So don't test me yeah, Give me move over yeah, uh, uh, Frank White the Desperado Used to rock the all black Mavado, The all black Eldorado All that and the bottle of Don Pe. Uh can't harm me, I keep the army, it's Brooklyn in the house, without a doubt, uh. I'm the rapper with clout, everybody yap about, check it out, guns, I bust them, problems with my wife, don't discuss them, coops and lid jets, I lost them, fingerprints, I dust uh. them, recent address, what? stuck it for your stash in your pissy mattress, uh. your mom's the actress, didn't want to show me the safe, it's okay, she was old anyway, I display uh. hot 97, round ready, cock, Mac 11, line steady, uh. like Tevin Campbell, I'm ready, uh. to do what I do, continue with Give
8: money. You can be
2: as good as the best of them, but as bad as the worst. So don't test me. Give
8: money. You better
2: move over. Give money. You can be as good as the best of them, but as bad as the worst. So don't test me. Get well, money. You better move over. Give money. Well, well.
11: Slip into a hallucination Situations Got me thinking about my life seriously Keep it real continuously Before I slip into blackness yes. I prepare for combat Protect my dome cause that's where my home's at Crack my windows and hail as the mist flows Build up my mental, construct on my fist Spread up to my Brooklyn crew Who be you? Bad boy? Smith and Westland coming and through Tech is still Traveling yeah. through the battle and handling All that's challenging Did to the, the very end pretty
17: in my mind, hoping someday I would find the perfect one, and I could share. And then that day you walked inside, and no longer could I hide my love. I had to take you there. Sailing on a cruise at night, sailing on a cruise at night Sitting to the ocean.
12: Yeah, got us. We ain't home. It's trips to Nevada. Push your chips on six. I road, trade twice. People way in the back, hoping they crappin'. crapping. They don't even play dice. Me and old girl against the whole world. Under the lights, ice looking blue. Mother of pearls, just the things we do, baby. Diamond in your wrist. One of the many reasons that I rhyme like this. Spin plenty. Push your three twenty. Drop gold chains, ice
8: around the penny. Hot envy. Yes, if any. Stop, baby. Cop the Benz
12: 3E. Backed it out the lot. Made the whole crew sick around the way, playing whole brown new shit. Motown, 3G, C, he's Bacardi. JC, baby, see you at the platinum party. Ah uh-huh. Yo, check it. Stay ladylike, like yours, fly firm, silk drawers, less poly Ice your finger like Raleigh, collecting, repping Plus we side betting, never wetting, me and you, glowing like fluorescent Now, Asiatic, laces burned with a rabbit, Stab it, Maintain mine, she gotta have it, knowing you catching me in lies Snatching me out of five boo, yo, you the shake on the fries Chill, daughter, your Navy SEAL, real reporter Peace, low and order, guard body headed underwater Relax, HBO, yo, color tango, your sweet mango, no shampoo Bang, tango, keep my sky pager blazing, so amazing. Rubbing my waves and your rock is the size of a raisin. Getting it, use a queen, seraphina, Gina. Hitting it, doing ninety with your man, Slim.
16: From the weather team at Sports
8: Fans Only, here's your five-day Tri-State Forecast.
0: Good afternoon to all my sports fans out there. It's your favorite weatherman back with another Sports Fans Only five-day Tri-State weather report brought to you by Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Best Buy, and Wendy's. Don't forget to stop in and order one of those delicious Baconators. It truly is delicious. It's been a while since we've been running at full capacity on the show just because of the move into the new studio and me graduating school. It's been a little crazy, but I'm back and ready to get to this weather report. So without further ado, here's your sports fans only five-day weather report. Today is June 11th, 2020, and pretty much today was a washout. Rained all day, off and on, nasty, gloomy day. So it looks like uh, tomorrow will be a lot better. Uh, Tomorrow's June 12th. 2020 and it looks like it'll be a high of 82 degrees with a low of 57 degrees the wind will be light 10 miles per hour west the humidity is 44 percent the uv index is very high at nine And the sunrise is at 519 a.m. And the sunset is at 826 p.m. Saturday, June 13th, we'll have a high of 71 degrees and a low of 55 degrees. Sunday, June 14th, we'll have a high of 70 degrees and a low of 57 degrees, mostly sunny. Let me backtrack real quick. Uh, That Saturday, June 13th, it'll be sunny. Looks like for the remainder of this week, we'll have no rain, no clouds, Or very little clouds, shall I say. Uh, Monday, June 15th, looks like it'll be a high of 72 degrees, a low of 58 degrees, partly cloudy. Tuesday, June 16th, we'll have a high of 73 degrees and a low of 59 degrees. It'll also be partly cloudy on Tuesday. And Wednesday, June 17th, we will have a high of 74 degrees, a low of 61 degrees, and it will also be partly cloudy. We want to thank everybody for stopping by. We hope everyone has a great weekend and we will see you guys on Monday. You guys take care.
11: Fun to drive wherever you go. The sporty, redesigned CRV with a turbocharged engine
14: standard. The best-selling CUV over the last decade. From Honda.
3: If you need lumberwood, Lonnie's is better than good. We also have the best selection of plywood in the state. Hey! Dang woodchucks, stop chucking that wood!
0: GEICO sequels.
7: The savings keep on going. You're now listening to KJ and Sean
8: Mack. Now let's talk some damn sports.
0: Welcome back to Sports Fans Only with your host KJ and Sean Mack and as promised, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. I know I did. A lot of informative uh, conversation, a lot of back and forth conversation that needs to be had on a consistent basis, especially with the climate and the temperature of today's society. I feel like uh, these conversations got to be had, and since, especially since uh, a lot of this stuff is being played out. In front of us as far as sports and stuff like that is concerned and all these different athletes jumping on the bandwagon. I don't want to say jumping on the bandwagon, but uh, jumping on the train and just, you know, expressing their thoughts. So I feel like uh, these conversations have to be had. So that's why we're having them. So. uh, Yep. Yeah. So um, let's get into a little bit of let's see what's going on in the sports world as far as, uh, you know, behind the scenes type of things. So uh, Carmelo Anthony. Uh, still up in the air on whether or not he's going to actually uh, join the team, join Portland and Orlando. So I'm I'm wondering if that's a a conversation. So people think that the NBA is automatically just going to restart, but what about the players who don't want to play? Is that I don't even know how that's going to work out. Do you?
3: I don't. um, Carmelo said he wasn't comfortable enough with the amount of information he was given. So I think that's as far as families coming in. When can they leave? How many times are they going to be tested? You know, how's lockdown? So until those questions are answered, I think you're going to get a lot of athletes starting to uh, voice their opinion about the situation.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I definitely don't think everybody's going to go. Um, but we will see. And that's going to also affect uh, people's rosters and their chances of winning an a NBA championship if everybody doesn't come. Like, if Melo doesn't come for Portland... To, that puts them in even though I don't think they were going to do anything anyway that completely takes them out I mean that's scoring that's whether he gives you ten to fifteen points a game that's ten to fifteen points that can help you so
3: yeah I wonder can you pick off and pick up anyone that's at, a a short waiver list I, I don't know
0: or can they just bring people up from from the D League, however, they uh, see fit. I don't know. That's that's a very yeah. good question. Um, I guess we're gonna have to see. Yeah. Um, let's see here, Charleston River Dogs. That is a minor league baseball team, and I find this pretty disgusting. They have a cotton candy and cracker jack burger. So, what are those those soft buns they put on hamburgers? Sometimes you go to restaurants; those nice uh,
3: brioche. Yes.
0: So one of those buns, and in the middle. It's filled with cotton candy and Cracker Jacks. And, and I think they mix some type of liquor with it. It sounds absolutely disgusting. And it yeah. Looks, yeah, it looks even more disgusting. Yeah, I don't understand why somebody... Some, sometimes people, they just come out with stuff just to do it, and, and, and people will eat it. I'm not really. Horrible. Yeah, pretty disgusting. Yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. Um, tennis star Naomi Osaka, uh, she rips the NFL. She's basically saying give Colin Kaepernick his job back. You already admitted you were wrong about everything, and she feels like uh, they should give him a job regardless if he deserves it or not. He should just be employed by the NFL. What are your thoughts? Do you think so?
3: Yeah, in some form or fashion. Then you get into a whole can of worms because he did sue. He won. Not many people can actually sue their job win and go back to work. Some people do sue to get their job back, but he didn't. He got compensated. So I don't know. That's going to be difficult.
0: Yeah, it'll be very difficult. I I think they should give him, they should definitely reach out to him. If they yeah. don't if they don't want to give him a job, at least reach out to him and let him be a part of the healing process like, "Hey, we'll give you a front office job. Um, you could be the head of this thing that we're trying to uh come to grips with." And I think if they did that, even if it's not an actual cuz I don't think he's do you think he can still play football? I mean, let's be honest. It's been four or five years uh, since he played. Four
3: years. He's just about to turn 31. Yeah.
0: You think he could? You Now, do you think it would take a whole year to get acclimated uh, back into football? Uh, I mean.
3: Yeah. Maybe a couple, maybe eight games.
0: And do you think he could be a starter? I think I think his best route was is to be a backup from one year, get yeah. back to use to play in NFL, and then try to be a starter the next year. Now, I don't know if he's still under contract with the 49ers. No, he's not right. I think they let him go. Yeah. Well, they yeah. didn't let him go. He opted out of his 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 contract to become a free agent. Yeah. So yeah. he so he's a free agent right now. So, uh, we'll see how that all works out. Uh, let's see what else we got on here. Vanessa Bryant uh, reveals she got a couple of tattoos. Um, she's not really coming out and saying what they are, but we do know. That one is of a, a message that Kobe Bryant, I don't know if it's a text message or a Twitter message, she got that tattooed on her neck, and she got another message for her daughter um, somewhere else on her body. So she went and got tatted up. So rest in peace, uh, Gianna, right? I want to make sure. Yeah. I Gianna and Kobe, yeah, rest in peace. It's Still hard to believe. 2020 has been, this has yeah. probably been one of the worst years I've ever yeah. seen. That
3: seemed like it happened years ago now. Yeah, it does, Their man. Death- that happened
0: in uh, beginning when, of... When was it? Was back. it uh, February? February, right? Yeah, it was February. Because I remember when he died, people were saying it was almost a year to the day that uh, Nipsey Hussle died. It was almost about a year. Cause I think Nipsey died the end of March. Yeah. If not mistake. So um, let's see here. Patrick Mahomes looks like he forgives Drew Brees. He says he knows he's a good person. I think we can all safely say he seems like he's a good dude. I don't see any shade yeah. in this.
3: No, he hasn't done anything to prove that. Just said some dumb
0: stuff. Yeah, I definitely did. So I forgive you, Drew. Uh, sports fans only forgive. Um, let's see what else. Terrell Owens—he's leading the march for Kaepernick, um, and the the march is about is about Kaepernick getting his job back. So he's basically saying they owe him a job, and he's gonna go out marching and see if he can get him a job. I guess. Um, but like okay. you,
4: T.O. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and uh last on the list do you remember stories back in the day about um actually i got two little stories uh the first one do you remember tory hunter used to complain about boston remember tory hunter the baseball player outfielder yeah,
3: it, yep yep twins yep. And, and
0: he used to always complain about how racist it is in boston whenever he played there it's inward word this n-word that go back to africa you know he said uh, not sure if he said he's had like bananas or stuff thrown at him, but he's definitely said there's been a lot of racial ra- racist com, uh, comments thrown his direction and other black athletes direction. And now they're basically saying Boston, Boston Red Sox have come out. <laughs> this is fun. After all these years of players saying that, they actually came out and said that Tory Hunter's uh, accusations are true. And they have evidence that people have been doing this over the years. My thing is, if you know this is true and you know it's been going on, how come you can't do anything about it?
3: I don't know. But you know, you'd probably do better just not saying anything. Yeah. Just, say, just start from that moment saying, well, our fans are horrible. They need to change. Don't go back and try to validate certain situations that happened in the past because you're late to the party. Everyone else telling their story and that actually be in the stands know it's true. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're not breaking new ground, setting evolution on fire by saying that you agree that, you know, what your fans do is wrong. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: I I definitely agree. Um, And last little story on Sports Fans Sports Feed is the story about DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson and them wanting to take the name Calhoun off of the... I want to say it's either the sports complex or or like the honorary, something to do with the, the sports uh, complex or something like that. The name that's on there is a former plantation owner, and the school is built on a former plantation. So this former plantation owner who had 80 to 90 slaves allowed the school to be built on his land, and his name is up there on the, it's like an honorary some something honorary building or something in his name. Do you think that that name should come down? Or do you think that because it was his land and, you know, he was so instrumental in starting Clemson university, they should keep it.
3: Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe take the building down, put something in a little hall that memorizes him. So people don't forget what he did. Yeah. But it was his land. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I guess in this day and time, you got to take it down. I thought yeah family members, I'm like, hey, but he still did something with school. I don't know. Kind of just put him in the back somewhere.
0: That's what I say. I say definitely don't erase him because he's part of the school's history. So you don't you don't want to erase him. But de- if you're allowing black kids to come to the school now, which they are, you got to be yeah. a little sensitive about it. You know what I mean?
3: They're making you millions of dollars. So it's it, it, not
0: that point exactly probably the the money from the black athletes helped build whatever building his name is on so
3: exactly exactly so kind of goes to four right
0: yeah so So you got to have a little sensitivity towards the people that are bringing you all this all these boatloads of money and you got it you got to show a little integrity in my opinion that's like going to a that's like if a school had a name let's say hitler no i don't want to compare that guy to hitler that's a bad let's just say a really bad person Right. And he did bad things to white people and white people started coming to the school. But you got this dude's name right above when they walk into the entrance of the school. I just think it's a bad look. That's all. Yeah,
3: it's a very bad look. And that's what we're going to get into. It's going to be it's what's going on to be taken away, removed from history. Or should we continue to uh, at least remember it? Because yeah. we're in a real touchy, you know, Yeah, it's be a problem where it's just off putting. Yeah. So we got to get rid of it. It's maybe not doing anything wrong, similar to the flag in Nazca.
0: Yeah, 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 you're right. Um, I say leave it in the history books, even have a little space for him just to show the history of the school, but to have it broadcasted for everybody to see. You're basically saying this was a plantation. This guy was a slave owner. Mm-hmm. And, you know... You're black. You know, you make it what you want to make it. But we're just telling yeah, you this so is what it is. Let you know this is what happened. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. So I get it. But um, anyway, that was wrapping up uh, Sports Fans Only Sports Feed. Now, you had a question you wanted to get out there, Sean?
3: I did. I did. I'm going to start this off and I just want you to relax for a moment. All right. I'm going to try to end the show like this and see where it goes. Uh, relax. Okay. I want you to just think. Just think. All Open right. your mind. I go. Your question, and I want you to answer it. Pretty honest, okay? All right. All right. You woke up, fresh out of bed, You looked in the mirror, and your dreads looked like Little Wayne. What
0: would you do? Oh, God. First of all, all
3: right. Next moment, no, what would you do? No, no
0: all right. Well, no, first, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. First thing I would do, my brain would start spinning, and I'd be like, Damn, I, I must have caught something. I have some type of disease cuz no no man's hair should look like that. I mean, damn, it looks like he had little bugs in there just snacking on his dreads. But um if I woke up and saw my hair like that, I would get the first pair of scissors, uh knife, steak knife, any any anything <laughs> anything like that and I would cut my hair off instantaneously. It wouldn't even be uh he looks like he has something in his hair that's eating his hair away. <laughs> like a little mange. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, like dog man. Is he trying to make a point? I don't know. I did, I'm, I'm for the life of me. I don't understand what he's doing.
3: I don't know. I just <laughs> definitely want to ask you that, though. Now, now,
0: now, Lil Wayne, I'm not... If you ever hear this, which you probably won't ever hear this episode, when we get a little bigger, but I I would like to know, is it that... <clears throat> now, I'm not calling nobody... All right, let me just say it. I'm just going to... Is it the way you may look? Like, you know how some people will wear long hair because they're insecure about the way they look? Like... To yeah, try to yeah. cover their face up or try to... And I noticed Lil Wayne has... And I'm not saying he's ugly or anything like that. Nothing like that. I'm just putting two and two together here. You got all these tattoos all over your face. More times than not, you're always wearing sunglasses. You always got your hair kind of, you know, covering the side of your face. So you can't really see, you can't really see him anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? He's kind of covered himself up. Do you think he purposely is doing that for whatever reason? or It, it has to be the only reason why he's kept his hair.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
0: (laughs) He looked mighty funny
3: without hair, though. He got the old school, like,
0: homeless dreadlocks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, forgive me. (laughs) He do. Like, the the ones where you just, like, F it. I don't even care no more. Just let him go.
3: That's not for fashion. No. (laughs) That's because of lack of grooming.
0: He just, he gave up on his hair probably, like, five years ago, so I'm going to let it do what it does. Yeah. And with all that money, you would think he would... Like, do what LeBron does. Get the, the Rogaine or something. Get the, yeah. yeah. Because that's what yeah. it is. His hair is thinning out, right? And it's just yeah, falling out. Yeah, he's losing it. Yeah. He's, he's losing his hair. So, it's like, man, you got hundreds of millions of dollars. You would think you can get some surgery or something. He,
3: he doesn't care. No, he doesn't
0: care. He's probably like, I still get all the buns I want. Um, yeah. my money, money. I got money. Yeah. Girls are still going to lust over me regardless. So, yeah, he's yeah. probably like, who cares? <laughs> yep. That's basically it. So, um. Very interesting uh, question you had me ponder on there. But, yeah, to answer your question, it would come off within seconds. Within seconds, it'd be good. But anyway, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, I hope you're enjoying the set that we're on right now. Um, I didn't get a chance to really mention it earlier. When you go back and you watch the, the trailer that we're going to put out uh, for the show, it's going to have a bunch of little clips of us in the studio. Then we'll go to some sports highlights, and you'll get some more clips of us so that's what you're going to be seeing in the next week or two when we put this trailer out. So I hope you guys like the uh, the studio, the little background, <laughs> TV screens, big 65-inch screens we got going on. Um, so anyway, yeah, um, I hope you guys like it. I know we love it. You'll be getting a lot more of us coming up real soon, more live footage, uh, visual footage. So we're about to crank this thing up. Everything's going good. So anyway, any last words, Sean, before we get out of here?
3: No, I learned a lot about you today. You like killing squirrels, so be yeah, good. Man. Yeah, that
0: hurt my feelings. That Killing that <laughs> squirrel really hurt. Even to this day, when I think about it, you hear the crunch of the bones and you look back and you. Oh. Squirrel killer. Man. Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh. Anyway, guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed. You guys have a great West of the Week. I said West of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Who did that on the. Uh, the
3: great rest uh, of the week.
0: Happy. Yeah, yeah. You guys have a good rest of the week, and we will see you guys again on Monday. Actually, have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. We'll see you guys on Monday. You guys take care. Peace. Peace. Let's pull the two seat out, baby. It's
9: wherever you wanna go. Just to driving to the music. Oh. This is how we do it all night,
14: cruising down the freeway. Kiss oh. me and my baby.
9: I stare at the wall automatic weapons on the floor But who can you call my down bitch one who live by the code put this music shit aside get it in on the road lot of quiet time pink bottles of rose Exotic red bottoms old body glittered in gold following fundamentals and following in a rental I love a nasty girl who swallow us on the menu that money trouble up when you get it out of state Need a new safe, cause I'm running out of space L-Ray Jets, and I'm somewhere out of space In my two-seater, she the one that I would take Pop music, this is how we Bottles keep coming. James Bond coupe, pop clutch, one hundred. I'm the music. This is how we do it.
8: goes nothing.
3: all right I hope everyone enjoyed the show. This has been Keith Johnson with his co-host Sean Mack. And this is sports fans only.